Wake up on Metro FM, Glorilla, Cardi B, this is tomorrow. Well, it's 8.46 and uh, our guest this morning is already clearing his throat because uh, it is uh, quite a topic we're going to have this morning, a continuation from last week on Personal Mastery, where we spoke about disorderly eating and the impact that eating disorders have on one's mental health. So today we're going to continue that conversation, focusing on specific eating disorders. Clinical psychologist Anneli Siswana joins us. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Looking nice and warm yeah. and, um, you know, really, really well-dressed as always. My gosh. <laughs> Please, can you assist some of our male colleagues here at the station? <laughs> because, yeah. No, no yeah. she's subtweeting me, but it's fine. <laughs> you see, these are the, the, the sort of conditions, Anneli, that I work in. Uh, it's not good for my mental health. <laughs> oh, really? Really not. Oh, this guy. Anyway, um, what usually triggers eating disorders? Mm. I mean, let's start there. I think if you look at the range of eating and feeding disorders, um, it's a thing that predominantly I can say there's a genetic predisposition that adds a lot of factor into it, hmm. that some people are likely to be predisposed to certain eating disorders. Hmm. But when I think around the construct of body weight and the whole um, ideas of, of an ideal, desirable body, hmm. a lot of the social construct um, of, of society, of how it thinks of big-bodied people, and how it thinks of certain people probably slender or slim but ideally these constructs are predominantly influenced by what we see mm. on tv by what we see on the magazine the ideal body so which then adds a lot of factor into people finding different alternatives to have this desirable body mm. but it's a maladaptive way maladaptive way meaning that it's a way that is not healthy for your livelihood that is not healthy for your quality of life because ideally throughout all eating disorders the theme is around restriction of food mm. is around a desirable body that is being slim or being kind of desirable but also a theme around this being um life-threatening that in, in in mostly in the quality of life mm. now anela i'll take it back to <coughs> high school i was in boarding school throughout uh, you know high school and primary school and a lot of the guys actually suffered from eating disorder oh, it's definitely and a lot of people don't talk about that now i'd like for you to break down the major disorder or eating disorder that people experience <coughs> is it the throwing up is it uh, pretending to eat, but yet you are spitting it out on the side. What kind of major eating disorders are there out there? I think looking, if we look from a mental perspective of um, personal mastery, the idea here is to help people to find a good relationship with, with food yes. so that ideally they may have different constructs that are much healthier. Yeah. And I like that you touch on the idea of masculinity and constructs mm. of man mm. because in the idea of how I think about in terms of what I'll explain later around binge eating there's binge eating with those people who do not necessarily purge after binging mm. but they go for excessive exercise mm. Mm. and there is a, a disorder again that we find as a result of this person being so self-conscious and so preoccupied by having this desirable body that will then look so the idea of, 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 of eating disorders, if you look at the whole notion around gym mm. and how people are so sometimes going to the extreme of, of, of um, overdoing it, it's because of certain ideas and constructs of this desirable body, mm. which then makes people suppress and actually abuse their bodies in the gaze of wanting to have this desirable body. Mm. But briefly, there's what we call avoidant restrictive food intake disorder 
So ideally, the, the main diagnostic picture here is the avoidance or restriction of food intake to the extent that healthy nutrients and what the body requires are not met. Hmm. Mm. So this person goes to as extent as I want to lose so much weight, mm. but I would not eat. Eventually, in the moment of not eating, you then um, subjecting your body mm. and yourself to a lot of other disorders that may then come as a result of that. And then again, we've got what we call dominantly anorexia. The key thing around anorexia, it's three things. Mm. This reminds me of my teaching moments at UJ. Uh, <laughs> behavior aimed at achieving significant weight loss. Someone who's anorexic, they must meet the clinical picture that ideally there must be significant weight loss, fear of becoming fat, mm. um, disturbance perception of body size and shape, mm. sure. and, and weight loss achieved by restriction of food, mm. purging, mm. and excessive exercising. So, and yeah. again, the idea around this is denialty and lack of insight mm. about this body and what it does to self. So an anorexic person is so self-conscious and so um, into the idea that I want to lose this weight sure. to the extent that it's detrimental yeah. to self. I, I, I want to just pause there for a second, Anela, just to take a quick break and then we'll right. pick up on on this. But it's an important discussion we're having this morning. Clinical psychologist Anela Siswana joins us on Personal Mastery as we highlight some eating disorders. We'll also look at some solutions in just a moment. Now, Vodapay brings you massive discounts from some of the biggest food stores in the country. Now, get up to 30% off with Vodapay vouchers or buy now and only pay later from Hungry Lion, Burger King, Spur and so much more this Black November. Offer valid to qualifying customers at no additional fees. To find this irresistible deal, download Vodapay and go to the vouchers mini app under the Do More With Your Money section. Like it, Vodapay it. T's and C's apply. All right, it's 8.54. The bridge is coming up next uh, as we head towards wrapping up our conversation this morning on personal mastery. We are looking at eating disorders and the impact that uh, your relationship with food has on your mental and sort of uh, emotional well-being and, of course, naturally, physically. Um, Annalise Swana joins us this morning. Now, you're obviously going through some of the disorders <coughs> that are, are, are quite common out there that people have experienced. Yeah, I, I, still on anorexia there, we've got two subtypes. We've got the restrictive food intake or mm. excessive exercise. This person is so um, preoccupied by restricting themselves from food intake. The second type is binge eating and purging type mm. where there's there's binging techniques where people use self-induced vomiting and mm. um, they use laxative and mm. all of that mm. with the idea here is having this desirable body which is a function and a capital for many different reasons now with speaking of bul bulimia ideally the thing about bulimia is the sense of overwhelming urge to eat. Hmm. Um, but this kind of eating is characterized by what is called binge eating episode. And binging eating is eating an excessive amount of what a normal person would eat. Hmm. And so this is a thing. But the thing is about bulimia at the end of the day is that it's experienced as something that is out of control. That people at the end of the day, because of the guilt, there's so much guilt. Hmm. around bulimia that at the end of the day I've eaten privately hmm. and essentially uh, one goes out and purges and again there's still this preoccupation about weight loss and there's still this idea of this uh, desirable body but the key thing 
about bulimia, it has a lot of medical conditions sure. that then becomes a result of that because yeah. food doesn't necessarily have time to actually uh, digest mm. and actually you get the nutrients that one mm. should be getting. So it, it's often com- coupled with comorbid disorders like your anxiety because sure. food triggers a lot of anxiety. Mm. At the same time, food triggers a lot of kind of, there's a relationship that is unhealthy about food. Mm. But I still want to eat, but the way that I eat, I find a problem Absolutely. around it. Then the last one is what we call binge eating disorder. The key thing about binge eating disorder is that it may ha- not have some of these things, but it can exist without people having them to purge at the end of the day. Right. So the key thing around all of these eating disorders is that there's threat to quality of life, mm. the significant impairment of distress mm. about what food does, and at the end of the day when one gains weight, mm. there's an idea around losing this weight to have this desirable body, but I really want to emphasize that we're working on personal mastery, that people need to find the right attitude, that they will then engage with ways of how to cultivate a positive culture Absolutely. and cultivate a way that when you have food, there's a moment of mindfulness and that in in having a mindful attitude and a perspective you are then able to mitigate all of these challenges that then come leading to a point of eating disorders Thank yeah you. i think it's a conversation that has certainly touched um many who have been tuning in today and i hope uh there's some encouragement to do what is right i we are out of time but thank you so much for your time as always thank you